This dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle, style, style. style. I promise style. motivation, style. inspiration, and transformation. The sober is dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle, style, style. I was able to transform my mind and body and spirit. We won't steer you wrong. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sober's Dope Podcast. I am your humble host, Pop Buchanan, and I'm super excited today to be here with you guys. This episode is part two to newbies and um, tips for newbies in recovery. And ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to kind of bless all the newbies out there, which I call anyone that's new in recovery. I love you guys and um, it's a special blessing from my heart to you. There's nothing more important than choosing yourself in recovery and I just want you to know you are in the right place and you made the best decision for your whole life, all right? Um, I'm seven years sober and if you're listening to this podcast and this episode um, relates to you and it resonates with you, I want you to know that I was in a really dark place. Um, I let the burdens of life just drag me through my addiction to a sunken place. And through the miracle of God, I was able to climb out of that place and and really rebuild my life from the ground up in a real special, beautiful, and transformative way. And it really just took me taking my recovery seriously and committing to doing whatever it took to be successful in my recovery. So my advice to you guys is really simple. If you're new to recovery, take it seriously. Take yourself seriously. And commit in your heart and mind that you're going to do this for the long run. And for me, I wanted out. I didn't want to be part of that vicious cycle no more of sickness, sadness, depression, drunken episode after drunken episode and needing to get up every day and continuously drink and being trapped in this addiction because I'm allergic and have this disease. I was tired of it. And I just knew that life had so much more in store for me and that I deserve so much more. And ladies and gentlemen, you deserve that also. So no matter what, 
I just want you to know that I love you. You're in the right place. Choose yourself and really try to commit, okay? The next thing I want to say that's very important to me, coming from someone who's seven years into you, is really look into multiple treatment plans and options for yourself, okay? So if you're here and let's just say you had a bad night and you woke up, you felt sick, and then you said, you know what, I'm not drinking no more, and that that's then you just want to go cold turkey, I want you to know, look into maybe some 12-step programs, look into other alternatives. You have Alcoholic Anonymous, Narcotic Anonymous, Smart Programs, and other talk therapy um, programs out there. Look into therapy or counseling. And also, don't sleep on the efficacy of outpatient rehab or inpatient rehab. And the reason why I'm saying this is because there's a lot of people who get excited about their newfound recovery and they don't really take too many steps outside of just making a decision. Now, that's the most important step. But I would say that you want to try to invest your time and energy into as many resources that's there for your transformation as possible. So, you know, sometimes I see people that just go cold turkey and then a month later they start drinking again because they don't have no program in place or no therapy in place or treatment in place to keep them busy and educate them properly on how to be successful in their recovery. Um, You have podcasts like this, the Sober is Dope podcast. You have books out there. And um, so you have a lot of resources. So look into really furthering your education and recovery. Um, If you're a person that went into detox and then decided to not go into treatment, I want you to know the likelihood of you being successful increases if you decide to go into rehab outside after detox, whether that's inpatient or outpatient. So look into that. And the next thing I want to say is don't worry too much about what other people are doing. Like we said in the first part of Tips for Newbies in Recovery, make this all about you. So ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, I want to go into these quick tips for you guys during the holidays. And um, these tips are intended to just be kind of like guides on your journey. And this is for anyone that's new in their recovery that's coming from drugs Anyone that's new in their recovery coming from alcoholism. And anyone that's new in their recovery dealing with process addictions like gambling, sex addiction, addiction, food addictions, and so on and so forth. So this is all for you guys. If you're new, I love you. And this is a part two to our episode tips for newbies in recovery. So tip number one, this is very important, ladies and gentlemen. Live in the now. You cannot change yesterday or control tomorrow. Focus on doing your best right now. And this is really important to be mindful in the present moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't worry about your past, who who you hurt, what people are going to think about you. Don't stress yourself out or burden yourself. Just try your best to be mindful and to live in the moment. 
all right, ladies and gentlemen, because that's going to make a big difference. The next thing I want you to keep in mind is try to get out more. Seeking support in nature and reconnecting with your natural environment, like going outside, going to a beach, going into the forest, going into a park, breathing in fresh air, touching the trees, touching the sand, jumping in the water. Try to reconnect with nature. You know, get that sunlight, get that vitamin D inside of you. You know, that's going to help you kind of reconnect with your primal self and it's going to reconnect you with your natural self and nature is extremely therapeutic. So look into that um, as a way to establish a deeper connection with yourself. Also, what helped me was tapping into my creative side. So ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna have so much brain power and energy and creative energy in your recovery. I want you to try to channel that energy into something creative, whether you're a dancer, a painter, a poet, a writer, you know, you're an athlete, you know, whatever your hobby or passion is, channel that into your productivity and really use your newfound creativity and your newfound recovery to really kind of bring something beautiful out, out of yourself. You never know what you could create. You could create something that you could share with the whole world and it could change everyone's lives. So definitely try to tap into your creative size and use that creativity when you feel bored. Because in recovery, sometimes you can feel lonely, sad, and bored. So what I used to do is I used to write poems and I used to figure out, you know, talk about how I felt. And that helped me to be mindful and it also helped me to stay focused. Okay? Embrace change. Change is good, especially when you're becoming a better person. Let go of the past. So ladies and gentlemen, you know, this is going to be probably one of the deepest tips of all because there's a thing that we do when we're in recovery, whether you're new or not. Sometimes we tend to compare ourselves with the person that we were in the past. And I'm just here to let you know it's okay to be different. You're going to change a bit in recovery. You're not going to be the same person you were. Some of us is coming off of long binges where we were drinking and dealing with alcoholism for over 15 to 20 years. You know, and we had ups and downs in our personality And our recovery is going to stabilize you a lot. It's going to make you more like your true self. But your brain changes, it gets healthier, and you become slightly different. So be prepared for that and embrace that new you. And don't try to worry about losing some aspects or characteristics of who you were in the past. Because I promise you, who you're becoming is going to be so much greater. And embrace that greatness, okay? So that's important. Also, embracing your new self, let go of resentments from the past and let go of resentments in general. Resentment is so deep and gripping because sometimes in our recovery, we tend to have a lot of deep emotions and feelings and that comes in resentment. So focus on forgiveness Forgive yourself first. Remember that from part one. Forgive yourself first and grant yourself and your loved ones forgiveness also. 
Without it, moving forward sometimes become extremely difficult. Reconnect with family and friends and make amends as needed. So, you know, if you have any relationships to repair, you know, look into that as you develop in your recovery. But make sure the most important relationship to repair is the relationship with yourself. All right. So let go of resentments. Don't worry about your exes. Don't worry about the people that did you dirty. Don't worry about the haters or the spectators. Just let it go. Forgive them and move on. Look into meditation to help calm and relax your nervous system, your mind and body. Meditation is very simple. It's as simple as sitting down, quieting your mind, closing your eyes, breathing slowly in and out, and letting your nervous system and your mind relax. This helps to reduce cortisol levels and stress levels and helps to bring you closer to mindfulness. And this could be something that can help with depression, sadness, and loneliness, and confusion sometimes in your newfound recovery. So Google Meditation, a real good book that could give you a simple approach for meditation is called Bliss Now, B-L-I-S-S, Now, by Light Walking. So try to get that book and look into meditation. Don't live in fear of relapsing. It's okay. Worrying about slipping back into old destructive patterns can consume your mind. Just focus on your recovery. All right? Just focus on how you feel in the moment. Be mindful of how good you feel. And don't be afraid of losing that. As long as you don't drink or use, you'll be fine. All right? So just focus on your recovery and step out of the fear of possibly relapsing. Fend off loneliness. Now, this is real big. In your newfound recovery, you're either going to be really jubilant and want to be around a lot of people, but in most cases, you tend to be isolated. So isolation can be dangerous. So spend time with family and friends who will support your recovery and provide positive reinforcement. Only, I would say, just make sure those family and friends are really supportive to your sobriety. Don't try to hang out or look to fill the void of loneliness by hanging out with slippery people from your past and bad characters and people that are still using and people that can be potential triggers. And that comes with people who may anger you easily, stress you out real easily, get on your nerves, or may be very judgmental and toxic. So I'm not talking about just hanging out with friends that's toxic just to get, just to feel like you're not lonely. I'm talking about trying to find the best and brightest and most positive people that's supportive to your recovery. But definitely fend off loneliness, go out, mingle, try to find ways to be social, and that can help you. Use the 24-hour plan, Um, and this is deep. I have a few tips for this that really touch me, and this is what I did. If a lifetime of sobriety seems overwhelming to you, now this is something that's so heavy. For most people who's new to their recovery, they're like, I can't imagine not drinking or doing drugs for the rest of my life. That's going to seem potentially boring, or how am I going to be interested, and how am am I going to socialize? What you do is... You take it one day at a time. You don't think about 10 years from now or 20 years from now. You just think about one day at a time. And for me, one day at a time was a little bit rough because I was kind of more on the wild side. So 
I started reducing it. Like, let me take this one second at a time, one moment at a time, one minute at a time, one hour at a time, and then eventually embracing the one day at a time. So just pace yourself in your recovery. Don't think too far in the future. Practice mindfulness and stay in the present and you'll be fine. Don't put too much pressure on a short stay in rehab. All right. So in general, it takes more than 30 days to develop and nurture a solid foundation for sobriety. It's something you need to work on every day. So we know that. So what this tip is saying is that some of us go to rehab and we have the choice to stay for a week, to stay for two weeks, to stay for 30 days, to stay for 90 days. Right. And depending on your insurance or your particular situation, some people may just go to detox and then some people may just do a week or two or two week rehab. And then you may feel like that shortness, that short stay is not going to be sufficient enough to hold you. You just have to be mindful that, you know, they have additional things that you can do. So for me, I actually did longer. I did about a year of um, a year of outpatient rehab, um, but in between at that time and when I felt like I had I needed more to do, I would go to Alcoholic Anonymous. All right, so shout out to Alcoholic Anonymous. Um, I love those guys. I'm a big advocate of Alcoholic Anonymous. Although this um, podcast is not directly affiliated with AA, AA played a big part in my recovery. Um, so I just want to shout them out. So ladies and gentlemen, I mean, you know, try to figure it out, but don't put too much of an emphasis on it. Your treatment is going to be a lifetime thing. So just pace yourself and be patient. Be good to yourself, love yourself and take really good care of yourself. This is important for me because in our addiction, man, I feel like most of you will relate that we didn't take care of ourselves. You know, we would go days without eating. We would go, you know, nights without sleeping. We would be abusive to ourselves. We'll get into fights. We wouldn't bathe all the time. We wouldn't always take care of our hygiene. We'll go long periods of time without seeking medical attention. It's really sad because we're our addiction really takes advantage of us and abuse us, right? So if you're an addict, you're not going to look as good as you can. You're not going to feel as good as you could. So my thing is, when you find your recovery, really be good to yourself. The way you talk to yourself, the way you think about yourself, the way you eat, what you eat, how you're sleeping, what you're wearing, your hygiene, the water you're drinking, love yourself, be good to yourself. It's so important. Addiction beats us up. Um, and if you're in recovery, just treat yourself to a massage once in a while, a spa treatment, get your, make sure your hair stays nice, make sure you get, you smell good, you feel good, go get that nice pair of shoes, invest in yourself and love yourself. It's so important and the better you feel and the better you look, the more you're going to appreciate your recovery. Also, by taking care of yourself, Become active, get active, get out there, exercise, run, jog. You know, when you exercise, you feel better about yourself and 
it helps with cravings like when you're exercising and you're in optimal shape and you're sweating and you're out there in the world and you're in a gym with other people or you're jogging or you're bicycling you tend to be like you know what i love this i feel alive you know so definitely go for a run go for a jog kick the soccer ball around you'll feel energized alive and most of all sober Adopt a pet if you don't already have one. This is just like if you're someone who really struggles with connecting with people and you really feel like you're isolated, think about getting a pet in your newfound recovery because the responsibility of a pet will add more structure to your lifestyle and the unconditional love that animals offer is truly irreplaceable. Check yourself frequently. With every decision you make, ask yourself, is this the healthiest choice for me right now? And this could be simple, ladies and gentlemen. You know, are you going to really go to that bar where your ex hangs out at or your friend, your negative friends are at or that bar that you used to always go to? Is that the right decision for you? You know, are you going to really break day? And not really eat properly because we know when you don't get the when you when you don't stay hydrated or eat or you don't eat properly or you don't get enough rest, that could be a big trigger. So make choices that's healthy for you. And put yourself first, all right? And make sure everything you do, you ask yourself, is this the healthiest thing I could be doing for myself right now? Is this me loving myself, right? Do I really, like, I love myself and what I really want to put myself in this situation. Also, give back, volunteer, figure out how to help someone else. Sometimes a life of service and recovery can help reconnect you with your true self, right? So when volunteering your time and your skills, helping others feels good. You know, doing this podcast is my way of volunteering my time um, because I don't get paid for it. Um, I have no motive more, but, but my only motive is to share my story and to connect with other addicts and people who need motivation and inspiration because I want to help and I want to share my story and my success with you guys so you could be successful and you could mirror me because I'm mirroring other people that were successful that showed me love. So I'm paying it forward, so to say, and you can too. So look into service. Be willing to walk away from stressful situations, ladies and gentlemen. This is so important. You have enough stress in your life. Learn how to let go of what you don't need. Toxic people, toxic family, toxic food, toxic friends, stress, anxiety, haters, critical people. You don't need it. Walk away. You're going to thank yourself later. Create a gratitude list. This, for me, so important, all right? Um, When I'm sad, when I forget my self-worth, when I forget how valuable I am, and when I start to feel like I second-guess myself and insecure... And I just feel like giving up or I feel like things are not going my way if I have a bad financial month or if I'm behind, if I can't pay bills and creditors is after me and I'm just like stressed out. If I if I do a deal or something that doesn't work in my favor, <clears throat> life could seem very stressful. Writing down a list of everything you're thankful for could snap you right back into place, ladies and gentlemen. So my advice to you guys is to definitely look into that and be extremely mindful of that 
And I promise you it will help Clean your mental house Get rid of negativity Speak to yourself with love and supportive And encouraging words And if this is hard be kind to your struggle Alright Ladies and gentlemen You know what I use And I'm working on a book where I'm going to have for you guys um, With affirmations I use affirmations all right, taking a negative thought and replacing it with a positive thought. Like if I feel, if I say to myself, you know what, I feel lousy today. I could change that and say, today I feel great and active and I'm going to have a very productive day. I'm energized and awake and I'm, I'm, I'm full of life and I'm full of vitality. Changing a negative and affirming in a positive voice and a positive statement can be transformative to your mind. And also your subconscious programming. So clean your mental house. Get rid of negative speech. And watch how you speak about yourself. Alright. Toxic self-talk is dangerous. And you deserve better. Create goals, ladies and gentlemen. Always have a challenging goal in the back of your mind. Something that pushes you to be better and reach new heights. So... Definitely create goals. My goal this year was to work on a book, to practice yoga, to start meditating, to try to go vegan, amongst other things. One of my goals in 2019 was to start a podcast, and here we are. So push yourself, challenge yourself, create new goals. And last but not least, put God first, find a spiritual place, a spiritual source. Um, <clears throat> Embracing a higher power And we There's something that I learned And a phrase that I learned At Alcoholic Anonymous That put everything in perspective For everyone When it comes to spirituality They they talk about Looking to a higher power And God as you know God Alright So I don't care if you're Muslim If you're uh Anything, whatever you're, if you're Muslim, Christian, if you're of Jewish descent, Hindi, Indian, if you pray to extraterrestrials, whatever your deal is, invest not invest and embrace a higher power. Put that higher power in God as you know God first in your life, and you'll win. And I tell you, the I'm the passenger, God's the driver. So my whole recovery is built on my platform and the mercy that God showed me because ladies and gentlemen I was on my deathbed and I prayed to God and at that time I thought I was God I thought I had a God concept I thought I was all I thought I was everything I was conceited I was obnoxious and I was abusive to myself and when I try to do it my way I almost died. And then upon facing my death, I literally just cried out to God. And that's the first time I understood that there's no atheist in the foxhole. And my proverbial foxhole was my addiction. And I cried out to God like a little kid when I was on my final days. And I and I and I always use God at everything that I do. I'm not perfect. I'm not a saint. I'm not a priest. I'm not a holy man or nothing like that. I'm just a regular man who understands that I am was created and I am part of something bigger, greater, and more beautiful. And I identify that creator as Godhead. And I always be mindful and put God first in everything that I do because God 
keeps his promises and God is good. That's my last tip for you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. You're listening to part two of tips for newbies in recovery. I love you all. To God be the glory. Good luck. Congratulations on your recovery. Thank you for choosing yourself. You are courageous. You're a hero. And you are changing the world one decision at a time. I love you all. I'll catch you on the other side.